a very good evening to you. Here we are again, once again, a Friday evening, nine o'clock. It means it's time for that best of musics, Sweet and Swing. And what have we got for you this evening? A bit of the shearing piano, more of Frank and Friends, Flanders and Swan, some Coleman Hawkins. And to get us going, let's chase the odd rainbow. Bye. 
Well, there could have been a few rainbows to chase of late that's been a bit showery, hasn't it, to say the least. Question is, have we had the summer? I was debating this with the uh, Memsard the other day, uh, being accused of being grumpy, a grumpy old man as usual. I can't actually deny it if I'm fair. I'm pretty much a grumpy old man and getting grumpier as I get older. Suffice to say that my theory is we've had the Manx summer now. We had, we did have, I admit, a glorious period from uh, May sometime. Mid-May, was it, a little earlier? Through TT practices and TT racing until a week or so afterwards. Almost, not quite, but almost wall-to-wall sunshine and certainly lovely summery temperatures. You actually felt like it was the summer. And then normal service was resumed. Suffice to say, yesterday evening before I came into the studio, it was 12 degrees in Kronkavoli of a summer's evening. You see, that doesn't shout summer to me. That shouts late autumn. You're not going to sit out with a chilled pims in 12 degrees of heat, are you? She points out there are still more of July and all of August. Uh, I reckon it's going to be more of the same. Uh, anyway, so the argument went on. There have been a few rainbows of late. Someone was saying there's a gorgeous one only the other day when they were coming into work, although I haven't seen one myself of late. But there have been showers and sunshine, so it is rainbowy weather. So if you want to chase them, don't let me stop you. How are we all? I trust you are keeping well in any case, and we'll do our best to keep you cheery with a nice mix of music this evening more. As I say, from Flanders and Swan, I'm digging into that Frank and Friends as well again. Not Frankenstein, Frank and Friends. Frank Sinatra, that is. We heard a little bit last week with him singing with Bing. Wonderful. So I thought we'd hear a bit more. I rather enjoyed that. And uh, we started off there with Chasing Rainbows, of course. The Skyrockets with Doreen Lundy taking the vocals. Um, yeah, not again, not one of the better-known singers, really, Doreen, I don't think. Uh, however, yes, as far as singing with the Skyrockets is concerned, well, it uh, did her no harm at all, really. Uh, Paul Fenley uh, agreed to her joining the Skyrockets whilst the war was on somewhere in the middle of the war, I think the early 40s. Uh, but they got married. <laughs> yes, a true romance. They were married after the war in 1949, and she went on uh, to sing with Geraldo. She sang with Max Jaffa, and Eddie Calvert as well. Speaking of, yes, singing, I was thinking of dancing. And I was thinking of dancing, I think of Montevani. Only a will o' the wisp 
might look for it to find it only a will of the wisp, a thing of rapture others capture whenever they please. Yet it's so remote that it seems to float away on the breeze. Then you came at last and I was holding a will of a wisp. Whoever heard of arms enfolding a will of a wisp. Now here we are so close together And when you tell me it's forever I know that love is real and never A will of a Mantovani and the orchestra. Alan Kane taking the vocals there. Mantovani, well, he came from a very musical family. His um, full name was the wonderful Annunzio Paolo Mantovani. And it was born in Venice. Yeah, what a beautiful musical city that is. His father reveled in the name of Benedetto Paolo Bismarck. Mantovani, and he was a violinist and also the concertmaster of La Scala Operas, uh, the Opera House Orchestra in Milan. Yeah, pretty high-flying stuff under the baton of Arturo Toscanini, who I expect you might have heard of. Uh, the whole lot, they moved Kit and Caboodle over to England in 1912, where uh, Mantovani Jr. Annunzio studied at Trinity College of Music, and then after graduating, he formed his own orchestra, which he played around Birmingham, and mar- married in 19. 19- 34. By the time war broke out, his orchestra was one of the most popular British dance bands going and gave regular BBC radio performances and live performances and such like, and also much in demand for doing musicals or whatever. So he did uh, work with Noel Cowards in Pacific and Vivian Ellis's music uh, setting of um, And So to Bed. And then after the war, in uh, the 1940s or later 1940s, he concentrated more on recording and eventually stopped doing live performances altogether and went on to work with Ronald Binge, uh, famous for the uh, the Watermill, is the uh, that lovely tune, uh, who developed that sort of cascading strings effect, which eventually just became known as the Mantovani sound. That, yeah, that lovely rippling strings going on. Those records used to be used quite a bit back in the day when there were gramophones. A gramophone, Grandad. Well, vinyl, back in uh, back in popularity at the moment, isn't it? But if you went back in the day into a good hi-fi store, they might put on a bit of Mantovani and his rippling strings to show you how good the stereo equipment was. And he was the first person to sell a million stereophonic 
Records. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Recording for Decca and London Records. Quite a good record himself, that, isn't it? Very popular and still enjoyable music, isn't it? I always think of just sort of waltzing around the room listening to a bit of Mantovani. From Mantovani, we'll go a, a little bit more... Um, <laughs> less upmarket, shall we say? Is that fair? Oh, I don't know. It had to be you, Harry Roy and the band. <laughs> Dancing at the Palais, Harry Roy and his band. It had to be you. It does have to be you. It's got to be you, the audience. Without you, I am nothing. And, uh, well, I'm just sitting here, like I said, like an old geezer playing records to himself, which I can do at home, quite frankly, so there's no point in you know coming into the studio. But it's nice to know you're all out there. And as we always say, any thoughts, drop us a line. Howard Kane at manxradio.com, C-A-I-N-E. If you would like to use the quick 
email version, which I imagine most people do these days, even Silver Surface, uh, or non-Silver Surface, or, of course, put pen to paper. People still do, you know. If you can remember, I find I forget how to write sometimes these days. You get so used to not writing, just using your phone or your tablet or your laptop or whatever it might be, steam-powered computer, typing one way or another. And I sometimes find my handwriting is sort of gradually <laughs> getting worse. Could just be age, of course. However, should you like to put pen to paper, it's Howard Kane at Sweet and Swing, Manx Radio, Broadcasting House, Douglas Head, Douglas in the Isle of Man, and it's I-M-1-5-B-W. Any thoughts, any ideas, anyone you'd like to hear, anyone you'd like to be featured, any memories, anything. Get your name out there, something to read out nicely and uh, talk about perhaps, and a bit more music, maybe something you've never heard and you'd like to hear more of. There must be loads of music out there we've never, ever featured on Sweet and Swing. And it might be one of your favourites, so get it out there. If we can find it, we'll play it. Absolutely. And who knows, might even be on vinyl. I keep talking about that. I'll do it one day. Hopefully, before I snuff it. Right, I'll move on. Uh, I promised you some George Shearing. Solo Shearing, not with his quintet or with a larger orchestra or the famous quintet, of course. This is George Shearing Solo Piano, Stella by Starlight.
Wonderful stuff. You'd hardly recognise it as George Shearing, would you? Uh, at least I wouldn't. Maybe you would. But, I don't know, it just doesn't sound his sort of style. It sounds almost classical in uh, styling. He's one of the most renowned pianists, I guess, in, in popular music. And, yeah, when he left England to settle in the United States in 1948, he had to remodel his approach in many ways to the piano. All the famous pianists who'd inspired him, Teddy Wilson's and Art Tatum's, were alive and well and uh, didn't need imitating. So within a year or so of arriving in the States, his uh, bebop-influenced playing and the individual group sound of his quintet brought him a large fan base and a massive reputation. Um, but he wasn't, a, you know, not the one to sit on his laurels and let things rest there. And after working for a, a few years, five years, for MGM Records, he switched to the bigger capital label and began diversifying somewhat. So the mid-50s coincided with the great boom in the 12-inch LP. The microgroove LP tracks that hung together musically and he could programme a set together. And his first quintet sets planned whole albums you know, the Shearing Spell and Latin Escapade and such like. But he kept sort of with the solo piano as well. And, well, we heard a, an example of it there, really. Uh, and a fine player he was. And you could imagine him being a classical, you know, you could imagine him going into the classical world had he not decided to go into light music and go into the sort of jazz sound. He had that touch and more than a, a hint of uh, classical styling there, I think, with that one. I certainly wouldn't have recognised it as George Shearing if I'd heard that without actually seeing the label, as it were. I'm most familiar with that wonderful Shearing sound, the quintet sound with the vibes and electric guitar and some wonderful brushwork from the likes of Denzel Best or whatever. It is Sweet and Swing, H with you until the top of the hour. I think it might be time for a bit of jazz in the classics. How about this one? Full Moon and Empty Arms. Full moon and empty arms The moon is there for us to share But where are you? A night like this Could we a memory and every kiss could start a dream for two full moon and empty arms Tonight I'll use the magic moon to wish upon And the next full moon If my one wish comes true My empty arms will be filled 
magic moon to wish upon and the next full moon if my one wish comes true my empty This would be highlight time and light-up time. And tonight, the preview spotlights are sweeping the sky as we give you an inside listen to the voice of the new star of the new company of South Pacific, Miss Janet Blair, in one of the great songs from that great show. Mm, that's quite a send-off, Mr. Sinatra. You're quite a gal, Miss Blair. You ready? <laughs> I shall sing the part marked he, and you sing the part marked she. We'd get a little mixed up if we didn't, wouldn't we? Some enchanted evening. You may see a stranger You may see a stranger Across a crowded room And somehow you know You know even then That somewhere you'll see her again And again Some enchanted evening Someone may be laughing may be laughing You may hear her laughing Across a crowded room And night after night As strange as it seems the sound of her laughter will sing in your dreams. Who can explain it? Who can tell you why? Fools give you reasons, wise men never try. Enchanted evening When you find your true love When you feel her call you Across a crowded room Then fly to her side And make her your own oh.
Oh, wonderful stuff. Two francs for the price of one. How about that? A bit of a Frankie twofer there. So, first off, we have our Jazz in the Classics for this week. Full Moon and Empty Arms. Beautiful stuff with Frank Sinatra, of course. And um, it's Sergei Rachmaninoff, the romantic theme of his second piano concerto in C minor from 1901. That's what it was based on. That lovely full moon and empty arms with Frank in full voice. Very beautiful it was too. And then from the CD we dug out last week, Frank Sinatra and Friends. And uh, you heard yourself, him introducing the friend in question this week in a wonderful sort of 40s, 50s style. You're quite a girl. You're quite a girl, indeed. Quite a girl she was. (laughs) And that was some enchanted evening with Janet Blair. Quite a girl, according to Frank. But he's quite a man as well. Yes. That was the style, wasn't it? I, it also has this wonderful innocence to it, and no one really cared. There wasn't, no one got uptight about sort of things in the same way. Seemingly, I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe it was just they got uptight about other things. I expect it's the case, but, well, you know what I mean. Just has a lovely, relaxed style back in the day, wasn't it, of the way people would talk, and it was much sort of simpler, I sort of feel. There we go, a nice little twofer. Uh, we'll, we'll keep that Frank one out, the Frankie and Friends, and do some more next week. Now, uh, I promise you some Bean, uh, or Hawk, I should say, Coleman Hawkins, uh, with Friends as well, as he is in this one. Don't take your love from me. Bit of a longer one, so if you want to refill your glass or get another cup of Ill Grey, now's the time to do it.
Lovely stuff from the album Nighthawk. Coleman Hawkins, a beautiful uh, number there, and I hope you recognise it. Don't take your love from me. Coleman Hawkins, of course, on tenor. Eddie Lockjaw Davis, uh, also on tenor. Tommy Flanagan at the piano. Ron Carter, still going, I think, Ron Carter. Yeah, he is, on the bass. And Gus Johnson at the drums, recorded almost recently for this show, 1960. A mere <laughs> 63 years ago. Yeah, it is recent. Uh, don't dwell on it, is all I can say. Uh, wonderful, wonderful sound and a great uh, technique he had. He influenced so many sax players after him, the hawk. And that, again, slightly breathy sound, really full-bodied sound he had on the tenor, sort of going back to the old style of playing to a degree, but also crossing that bridge into sort of heading towards bebop territory and on from there, so influencing... Everyone from sort of, you know, the likes of Charlie Parker and uh, John Coltrane and I think any sax player worth their salt will quote Coleman Hawkins somewhere along the line. Now then, I wonder what I would do if I had a talking picture of you.
a talking picture of you. I would run it every time I felt blue. I would sit there in the gloom of my lonely little room and applaud each time you whispered, I love you, love you, on the screen the moment you came in view. We would talk the whole thing over, we two. I would give ten shows a day and a midnight matinee if I had a talking picture of you. Ah, maybe that's what I'd do. Write a song about it. If I had a talking picture of you. Very fine. Uh, Billy Milton uh, is the vocalist with Van Phillips. Uh, he's an interesting character too. Alexander Van Cleve Phillips. A wonderful name. Uh, American replayer, composer and arranger. And played reeds with the Savoy Havana Band and the uh, Savoy Ophians during the 20s and 30s with the Carol Gibbons. I think arranged for Ambrose, for Jack Payne, for Henry Hall. And in the late 20s became a director of dance and theatre recordings at Columbia Records. Also had one eye to the pay packet and fair play. Was a musician's union executive. Uh, he directed the Four Bright Sparks... Uh, Van himself on clarinet and alto sax, Arthur Young piano, Len Phyllis on guitar and Rudy Starita on percussion, and then travelled extensively a bit later on in life and produced a best-selling book on photography, The Traveller's Book of Colour Photography. A talented chap, is all I can say. Uh, just did one track with Al Bowley, sometimes. The only track he ever recorded with Al Bowley. Flanders and Swan. I'm going to move on to At the Drop of Another Hat. And, uh, well, you know what, I'm going to let them introduce this favourite of mine with a good preamble themselves. Thank you very much. Good evening. May I introduce at the piano the very distinguished pianist, composer and linguist, the Enid Blyton of English light music, <laughs> Donald Swan. Good evening. <laughs> I must be Michael Flanders, obviously. We write songs. I write the words. Swan here writes the music. We wrote these songs originally for other people to sing, uh, which they did, but not nearly enough. And so a few, few years ago, we began to sing and talk about them ourselves, and that is what we're here to do tonight. We've been uh, wandering around all over the place since we saw you last. We went to um, America, New York. We spent uh, two dreadful, delightful years <laughs> in, uh, in America, entertaining the Americans, whose need, let's face it, is greater even than yours. And then, of course, when we're over there, we say that the other way around. This, uh, we went to Canada, and uh, we were in Switzerland, which was interesting too. They didn't understand a word, but they loved it. It was very, uh, very interesting to see the homeland 
of so many great English actors. <laughs> this year we've been touring England's depressed areas, and may I say what a pleasure it is to be here in London. <laughs> My goodness it is, isn't it? Hmm? I think so. I'm, I'm very delighted to I must say, say yes. wandering around, he's trying to get his bit in, yes. wandering around, <laughs> things have come to a pretty uh, underpass here in England <laughs> while we've been away. It's more wonder to us that satire squats hoof in mouth under every bush. <laughs> the purpose of satire, it has been rightly said, is to strip off the veneer of comforting illusion and cosy half-truth. And our job, as I see it, is to put it back again. <laughs> With that. Thank you. With this. With this in mind, we offer you some more of our respectable songs for responsible people under the title of At the Drop of... Another! Hat. Well done. You've got, yeah, got in there. In the Bang air. on. Yes. <laughs> Marvellously. Well, don't you say I never let you get a word in, will you? <laughs> word in edgeways, like fish slice. Well, I think we're all assembled here. Double booking sorted out. So let's start with the first song. <laughs> this, uh, this is a sort of uh, sort of test piece. It doesn't count, as usual. Um, Swan has moved since we saw him last. As some of you will know, he used to live in Prince of Wales Drive, Battersea. But since he became a great star, he thought this wasn't really very suitable. And he now lives in Albert Bridge Road, Battersea. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting... Getting on, getting on for Clapham Common. Not that it matters very much where you live south of the river now, because, as you know, under the new London plan, they're lumping all those areas together. Going to call them Brighton. <laughs> I still live in what is, I believe, soon going to be known as Chelsington, very pleasant area. And being at home has its problems. This song is a ballad of unending domestic upheaval. I'm sure you've all had something of the same experience. It's called... The Gas Man Cometh. Twas on a Monday morning the gas man came to call. The gas tap wouldn't turn, I wasn't getting gas at all. He tore out all the skirting boards to try and find the main. And I had to call a carpenter to put them back again. Oh, it all makes work for the working man to do. On the Tuesday morning, the carpenter came round. He hammered and he chiselled and he said, Look what I found. Your joists are full of dry rot, but I'll put them all to rights. Then he nailed right through a cable, and out went all the lights. <laughs> Makes work for the working man to do. Twas on a Wednesday morning, the electrician came. He called me Mr. Sanderson, which isn't quite my name. He couldn't reach the fuse box without standing on the bin. And his foot went through a window, so I called the glazier in. Though it all makes work for the working man to do. T'was on the Thursday morning, the glazier came along with his blowtorch and his putty and his merry glazier song. He put another paint in, it took no time at all. But I had to get a painter in to come and paint the wall. Oh, it all makes work for the working man to do. Friday morning, the painter made a start With undercoats and overcoats He painted every part Every nook and every cranny But I found when he was gone 
He painted over the gas tap and I couldn't turn it on. But for the working man to do, on Saturday and Sunday, they do no work at all. So it was on the Monday morning that the gas man came to call. Ah, yes. I think we've all been there at some stage or other. And I think it holds as true now as uh, it did then, with the possible exception of the idea of getting any working men to turn up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday when they said they're going to, is almost impossible. Uh, if it would be a case of... It would be more like the, um, you know, the gas man cometh over a period of 11 months these days. I think if the gas man came on Monday and painted over, then the painter, he might be lucky to get sort of... I don't know, a sort of seven or eight weeks later, and then after that, when the painter had finished, perhaps the uh, electrician uh, sort of, you know, the <laughs> would come sort of four or five weeks after that, etc., etc. So it could actually, rather than being a week, it could be a year, I imagine, between the gas man coming uh, to do the gas tap and then the gas man coming again to release the gas tap after the painter had painted it. Just putting it out there. Uh, perhaps you have a different experience, but that's the way it normally seems to go. Flanders and Swan at the drop of another hat at the Theatre Royal. And like I said, they've toured widely as uh, Michael uh, Swan, as uh, Michael Flanders mentioned there. And you can't quite imagine them in America. It seems such a British type of humour. And the Americans do tend to have a very separate sort of humour, don't they? And I wondered whether they'd actually get it or not, but... Uh, who knows? Either way, very, very witty. And the music is uh, splendid as well. Must dig out that Donald Swan jazz album at some stage. Remember that? We featured that, oh, I know, a year ago back. Brilliant pianist. That more or less rounds it up for another Friday evening. Don't forget, Saturday evening, jumping in with Brother Chris, the best in modern and contemporary jazz. I know it's very different, but if you're in, give it a spin. You won't like everything, but you might like something. Who knows? You might get a whole new taste for modern jazz. Go on a day. Even if you don't, we'll be back same time, same place next week. Look after yourselves, and I'll see you then. Cheerio.